We want to welcome you guys to L3 Perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Glenn Davis. I'm sitting here with my guy, Cameron Macias. It's your boy, Killer Cam. Welcome back to the L3 Perspective. My name is Glenn Davis. I'm sitting here with my guy, Cameron Macias. Coach Cam, what's up? And we want to welcome you back to the L3 Perspective. This is conversations where we talk about life, we talk about love, we talk about leadership. Uh, Cam, I'm going to toss it over to you, and then I want to introduce my guy here. Yeah, man. Uh, as you guys know, you know, per the usual, like, love, subscribe, share, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. At the end of the day, we do this for you. So your feedback is integral to us making sure that the show is as best as it possibly can be so we can provide value to y'all. Um, and so as we continue our uh, our tour of in-person interviews, we're very excited about this one. Um, so Glenn, you know, introduce our guests and let's get right. For sure. So Kim, real quick. So obviously we're in Fairfield, California, so, you know, right? So Sitting in the gym of abandoned <laughs> high school. <laughs> um, you know, I will tell you, so I've been in California uh, a total of 10 years, right? So I've been stationed here twice, and I have come across only a few of thorough individuals, mm -hmm. right? And so this is uh, someone that I call bro, but, um, you know, I know he doesn't like, you know, uh, to highlight his accolades, so that's what I'm here to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like somebody else I know. <laughs> I know, right? But uh, but I, I do want to say this as I kind of turn the floor over to to Mike Holloway. Um, first and foremost, brother, I appreciate you, and I, I just appreciate no, your presence. I appreciate you having me on here. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but Mike uh, Cam has, um, you know, been coaching for a couple years. Yeah. You know, has close to three hundred wins. Oh, okay. You know, uh, but even under that umbrella, like Mike has, uh, you know, he's been the league coach of the year four years. Okay. Right. He's has two section championships. Uh, Bangers. My, my son happened to be a part of one of those under his, his leadership. Yeah. Um, and then also he's he's brought a team to uh, the state championship to appear in it. Yep. So anyway, he has a, a, a resume full of accolades, man. But uh, we'll be here all night. But so anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you uh, again to the podcast. Mike Holloway. <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah. Mike Holloway, Vandon High School. Uh, been here for 15 years now, mm. uh, 13 as a varsity coach, Bet. starting 23-24, be uh, 14th year under the helm running the program. So That's very excited about that. we got a good group coming back. And then also to see my daughter grow on her side, uh, on the girl side of things. So. Yeah. So Mike has a, a daughter who plays for Vanden as well. Yeah. Super talented. Shout out to Kalani. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, but no, no, no. So Mike, real quick, uh, tell us where you where you from originally. Originally from Oakland, California. Uh, hey, I actually did boy. two stints in Alaska, which a lot of people don't know. Okay. I moved when I was six months old and came right back uh, to Oakland and then moved out here when I was 11. Mm. Yeah, so I've been here ever since, um, and then went back to Alaska when I was 17, um, and then came back as an adult to go to college. What and, did you uh, go back for? <laughs> high school, long story short, uh, my brother got into a little bit of trouble, mm. so we had to move away, and uh, I was the oldest, and my mom was like, you got to go, and I said, no, I don't. She was like, yes, you do. Uh... And I ended up going. It was one of the best experiences of my life, but I never lived there as an adult. But as a 17-year-old kid, oh, yeah. no job, hang out, play basketball, like it was fun. 
uh, especially with uh, not getting dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much all night yeah, in the summer. Yeah. Like we're all, you know, hooping at the park, you know, pretty much all night. So you can't yell at me because the lights never went off. Yeah, it's like the first, <laughs> hey, the first, the first like time we went out, we was there for about two weeks, and it was August. She's like, "Yo, you know what time it is?" Yeah, like, nah, it's one thirty in the morning. <laughs> But it looks like it's about 7 p.m. out here. Right. You know, so um, that was a little different. And then in the winter, uh, that's why I never moved back as an adult. Like, uh, you know, 11 below, 12 below, trying to get to school is, you know, no. Cali, where I reside and I will be here. Yeah. It's funny, being from the East Coast, uh, like, I never go home in the wintertime. Like I, I didn't, I'm okay with he's being Cali in California. Right he's he's, a, he's a transplant. You know what I'm saying? Just wearing a hoodie in the wintertime. I don't need Cali a bubble coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, bro, I can't do it. He's sure. like, I don't go back in the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, qu quick question for you. I, um, I've had the opportunity to kind of watch you in the stands. Um, you know, obviously we brought over our oldest son, Omari, you know, to play with you. Um, and so what's your experience been like as far as coaching high school basketball? Uh, it's been one of the best experiences, um, you know, the best experiences, you know, when I was able to uh, secure my wife, you know, in uh, 2007. <laughs> so uh, we just hit 15 years, about to be 16 uh, in July. But um, and then, of course, having my kids. But coaching here is giving me something different. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, the son that we have, uh, is not my son, but right. we raised him as my son. Yeah. Um, you know, who was one of my players. Right. But having my own son, like, you know, we didn't experience that. Gotcha. So, you know, we tried to feed that into the, the, the boys that we touched, seeing them from 13, 14 years old yeah. until they graduate, yeah. uh, and beyond. Uh, there's a lot of players that still hit us up, just right. checking in on us, you know, uh, some, even when we played in the NorCal championship, flew back home from college to, that was dope. you know, to check it out. So, um, the experience has been great. Our school is great. A lot of the administration, you know, I'm dating them and dating myself, but <laughs> <laughs> they were teachers when I was students. And now they're, when I was a student and now they're, you know, principals and, yeah. you know, working at the district and stuff like that. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's like a, that's a super like circular Oh yeah, no yeah. doubt. I know they didn't want to hire me. Yeah. <laughs> when they saw me, and I was, you know, and one of my college teammates was the coach before I was, mm -hmm. and I know when they found out I was on staff, they were like, "Oh, nah, we're not doing this." Um, but like you said, full circle. Yeah. Um, and the maturity that I was able to show taking over yeah. the program, uh, you know, they've always, um, you know, always come back and we're like, you know, we never thought this would happen. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, we appreciate everything you've done. So, um, very appreciative for, you know, the entire experience for sure uh, here at Vanden. That's what's up, man. Sometimes those underdog stories, like yeah. with the people, like, so being in the military, like one of the things I tried to do, you know, year, probably 11 years ago was I tried to, uh, do this thing called recruiters assistance. And it's when like they let you go back and you hang out with the recruiter for two weeks, you know, you help them out, but right. it's pretty much like two weeks of, vacation kind of and I remember I was trying to do it but I had gotten in trouble before I went to where I was at so like right. you know you're supposed to get a clean slate when you like show up new whatever and I had done great things there I remember they turned it down they were like nah they're like you're not a good representation right. of the Air Force <laughs> we ain't trying to send you home and you know you you're you're out there with recruiters you know fast forward I became a recruiter four five years later mm -hmm. um and then became one of the top recruiters in the Air Force right and so I, was, I don't want to find that cheat and just be like 
what what you got now bro. right yeah, yeah. you know and now um you know i pride the fact that like to this day i still get questions and i you know I, i'm still known in the community as far as what i'm doing or what i've done um and in retrospect it's like you know you're never written off until you write yourself off right and everybody deserves a second chance yeah um you know and my brother and i you know it's it's us too we got two other brothers but we was only you know siblings in the house with my mom and uh you know, we did some things that, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say I regret <laughs> as a kid, but that, you know, helped shape us into yeah. what we are today. Um, you know, especially losing my mom at 23. Right. Yeah. And uh, my brother only being 21. So, um, you know, that, that helped shape who I am right, right now. And, uh, you know, every everybody sacrifices something. And that's how I look at losing her. Um, yeah. because it helped me develop into a man faster because mm-hmm. she was doing a lot of the legwork, you know, making sure I didn't have to work. I was no. in school, sending yeah. me money and, you know, I wasn't prepared to start a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think really nobody really is until they jump yep. into it. Nope. So we had to figure it out. Like, uh, my wife, you know, um, uh, slept in my dorm for a couple, couple months. Hey. Then we moved into our own apartment. <laughs> Been there. Um, <laughs> So I was taking my daughter, my oldest daughter, to class, mm-hmm. paying people to watch her at practice uh, when I, you know, was at Notre Dame, Dana Mir. And then I found out I had a, uh, they thought I had an enlarged heart. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get cleared by the NCAA. Um, so I got a wife, a kid, <laughs> no basketball. Yeah, right. <laughs> and guess what? We found out we was having twins. So we had to figure yeah. it out. <laughs> we had to figure it out. So we moved back home and uh, we had three kids under two. Um, you know, my wife's best friend, who's, you know, my sister, um, that I call my sister, like she was there and yeah. we had to make it happen. Um, so, you know, we've kind of come along a very long way yeah. from that point. Well, one, of the, one of the things I've always admired about you is like how much of a stand-up guy you are. Like, uh, like I now have a daughter. And so watching you kind of raise... Or at least the last couple of years, kind of, uh, you know, raise uh, your girls and kind of be that example and having to kind of navigate through that that time, you know, being in college, you know, getting all that news. Like, how how did that? I guess what inspired you to keep going and not just like throwing the towel? Uh, my mom, mm-hmm. like she, like for example, um, my stepdad went to prison when I was, you know, uh, twelve, and. Mm-hmm. She had to make it happen. She was a stay-at-home mom, you know. And from what he was doing on the streets, like, right. she never worked uh, from the time we moved out here until the time he went to prison. Mm-hmm. So I had to make sure, you know, it was time to man up. For sure. Um, but she always made kept everything in perspective of still being a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like playing AAU, mm-hmm. playing Pop Warner football and stuff right. like that, and being able to hang out with my boys. But when it was time to stop and yo it's my time i had to give her her time Mm. so that's something that you know i also have a hard time juggling now just because of how busy we are as a family right but my wife is there always to keep it in perspective of you know what's most important Mm. um like i tell everybody like the juggling act of coaching husband Mm. you know support my daughters um whatever they're doing it's tough um would I change any of it? No, nah, because, you know, that's what makes me me. Right. Um, 
And, you know, sometimes when we do get in the car, hell yeah, we tired. <laughs> we sit in the car for like 10 minutes, like, yeah, I just need a quick nap. Right. Yeah. But as you guys know, there's people dependent mm -hmm. on every move you make. Yeah. And that's what, you know, I feel makes me me. It's because I'm going to come through. Right. You know, whenever any of them, my staff, my wife, my kids, right. my players, I'm going to come through. So, you know. Uh, that's what, you know, makes me me with the whole coaching thing and transitioning over to life. Yeah. You know, because it goes hand in hand. Right. So on a scientific data fact, a 20-minute nap uh, for men, 68% mm -hmm. uh, less likely to have heart disease. Yeah. A day. I get mine in. Yeah. yeah that, that's going to say, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be feeling bad about it. Not right. I get mine in. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the... So I got five kids in my house. Okay. So I, I, you know, I have three of my own. Um, my fiance, we have two. So we have ages six to ten years old. One, one for every single oh, year. Man. Yeah, yeah, we, we be rocking. And so, um, you know, and that's and it's all like my mom takes them for a night, or you know, my mom and my dad, and they just be like, I don't know how you do this on a daily basis. Especially they can drop them back off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That, that, that's what I mean. So like they they already have that. Like oh, we get to drop them back off, and they still mm -hmm. are just. I don't know how you guys do this, um, especially like, you know, having full, being full time military and then realistically running two businesses on the side, um, the podcast, like all these right. things, you know, and, and we talk about time management a lot. Um, mm. But one of the things I, I like to talk about, too, though, is that like sometimes you don't get it all done. And like, that's OK, too. Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of people from the outside think that like everything is super structured, like um you know, I told Glenn but when we showed up here, I forgot that we had committed to it tonight. Mm -hmm. I thought it was uh, either tomorrow or like another day. And right. he's like, hey, see you at eight. And I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the text and I said, oh, okay. I got to take a shower, eat dinner, pack up all the gear, get over there so we can set up. You know, um, and that's why I, like, I really like to express that to people sometimes is I run around sometimes because I forgot something or didn't put it on my calendar um, or I didn't handle it. And at the end of the day, it's like, I'm not going to beat myself up for it. Right. I have so many things going on at the end of the day. Like no one died. There's still house over my head. I didn't lose my career. You know, I didn't do anybody dirty. Like I can always make up for the tasks I didn't get done today, tomorrow, because mm -hmm. it wasn't detrimental, you know? Right. And, and that's at home. We try to do that as much as we can. Like, yep. mm -hmm. I don't want everything in the, right. in, the place is supposed to be in all the time. Oh, you better than me. I do. I won't. Do. Force with the force. The swing <laughs> you in the military. Like, I was never I in the military. I wake my 6.30 in the morning. We do PT. Quarter. You know, sometimes you just got to let it go. And I mm. tell my wife that all the time. Like, you know, there is times where, you know, we, we just got to get it done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's times where we're just not going to do anything. Yeah, you know, for sure. Like, you know, she has a job that's crucial not only uh to the people she's serving but yeah. to her you know mental right so yeah. you know sometimes you need those days those mental days 100 percent. so you know like sometimes she texts like yo I, I just need 30 minutes mm -hmm. yep until the girls leave her alone yeah like y'all go in your rooms y'all got ipads y'all got phones right like give her, th her 30 minutes till she's ready to come out yeah um so you know i completely understand like every, everything's not going to be perfect yeah um, but you yeah. know, we try to get it as, as streamlined as we can for sure in yeah. order for it to line up. So if it, even if it's not perfect that day, mm -hmm. longevity of it is exactly. going to be where you want it to be. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't think people realize like how important that that mental is. Like just being in a a, a good, healthy mental space. You yeah. know, um, you know, especially with like when you have so much going on. You know, obviously, I can relate on the military side, and you know, just having a couple of things, a podcast, and a uh, you know, business, and just trying to navigate through all that. You know, like if you're not in a good space mentally, like people don't realize, like you're not be able, you're not going to be able to give a hundred percent of yourself. No, nah, especially like you guys, military podcasts, you know, all the different things you're in with the business you're in, you're serving people. Yeah, right. Coaching is serving people. Right. Yeah. Where I'm a supervisor at, I'm serving right. customers. Like I'm serving people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if now I'm having a bad day, I'm not gonna give you good service. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like my wife, sometimes she'd come to my practice and be like, "Hey, he didn't eat today, so it's gonna be all bad." <laughs> so <laughs> let you guys know. Yeah, because like a couple more suicides today. <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Yo, he didn't eat today." Yeah. And they're like, oh, "Man, it's gonna be all bad." <laughs> but like you said, like. If some stuff happened right before I walked in the gym, right, I gotta be able to put that to the side, compartmentalize, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're expecting a certain version of me every time I walk right. in. Yeah, hundred percent. And the, the one day that it's off, like yeah. your team's done for the day, yeah. yeah. So you might as well just go home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I try to tell my my coaches that as well. Yeah, it's like they don't care. Right, they do not care. Just like our kids, our kids don't care. Right, yeah. and I forget about that sometimes. Yeah. they just hype to see you know, like they don't care like <laughs> it ain't like that they don't care they don't know right to care yeah you know what i'm saying so when they walk in the door and they see you hype and i get on them it's like damn what about that wrong <laughs> so like every day like i try to evaluate the the 24 hours we just had mm. um in order to be better for them because i'm not perfect yeah um, you know and can i be better yes will i be better i always try to you right. know, to, to give them the best version of myself. Yeah. Um, sometimes I spoil them too much. Like when their mom leaves, the twins always say, oh, when you was gone, he did this, he did that. <laughs> you got chocolate chip pancakes? <laughs> She's looking at me like, bruh. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I mean, they're my homies, bro. right? <laughs> you know, they're my girls. And sometimes they, you know, out of all my kids, they get shortchanged. Yeah. I'm yeah. coaching. It, you know, essentially, they hate the refs. They hate the other team. Yeah. They're a number one fan. Right. right? Yeah. They go to the daughter's I mean, my their sister's games. Right. Number one fan. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they get shortchanged. So I try to, you know, do as much as I can. Probably not enough, but, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. hopefully they, they realize that, you know. Right. Doing what I can and, you right. know, yeah. what I know and what I'm learning. Yeah. You know, think, especially having females in the house. Yeah, I think that's like as a parent, like you know, it's something you think think about. I think we've talked about it in the past as mm-hmm. far as like, you know, at the end of the end result, we want them to realize like, yo, like we did all this for you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's not even about us. Like kind of going back to serving people, you know, and leadership. Like that's essentially what it is. Like yeah, trying to lead my home the best way I can with the cars I got. Yeah, but we want to give you a better hand. Right, yeah. right. Especially you know, growing up in Oakland. Um, yeah. I used to see my mom about three times a month, mm. sometimes, oh, and she yeah. was strung out on drugs. Right. Mm. So she would come back and, you know, what we call a Disneyland parent, yeah. she'd come back, take you oh, to yeah, the ball, take you buy your shoes, yeah. think everything is all good. Right. Yep. Like, nah, we miss you. We don't care about yeah. going to Copeland's and Big Five. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, these kids ain't going to know what Copeland's <laughs> is. <laughs> Two for 50, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But... Um, we didn't care about that. We yeah. wanted her. 
So when she got clean and we moved up here, like every Friday, that yeah. was her day. We hung out with her, go eat, mall, whatever, you know, and gave her her time um, because that's what we was missing. Um, you know, especially with a father that was locked up until, mm. out of my first 21 years, probably locked up about 17 though. Yeah, sure. So, you know, not seeing him, not having him around. Stepfather got locked up twice, you know, while he's married to my mom. So, right. Yeah. You know, having that and her being the person that's still there. Right, yeah. You know, when she got clean, like, you know, um, she did that for us. Like, right. she didn't do it for herself. Because mm -hmm. my, you know, there was people that wanted to take us. Yeah. He was like, yeah. Nah, I can't lose my kids. Yeah. So she did that for for us, not for right. herself. So Perspective is a big thing. Um, so like with me doing full-time military while kind of running businesses, like my kids have gotten to see so much of me before I started doing some of the things I do now. Um, you know, and most people are used to kind of a military life. Like you're, you people, you're gone six months, mm -hmm. this, that, and the third. And it's, and it's, and I worked from home during all of COVID, right. you, you know, all those things. And it's funny because like, I think last night I had, a, uh, I was studying for some tests and, you know, she's like, hey, can you sit out here with me for a little while? And I was like, I'm going to study for my test. Um, but, like, I got you. I'm Friday, Saturday, I got you. Like, mm -hmm. and she's like, I don't understand why you have to do it. Like, it's past 5 o'clock. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and, I, you know, I, and I always try and explain to her is like, hey, you know, tonight we're going to sacrifice a couple hours so we can gain those back later. Because mm -hmm. the sacrifice of these two hours will we'll prosper our family later on, you know what I'm saying? And not to mention school night anyways. I'm going to give you time when we don't have a time limit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're going to watch a movie, not when you have to go to bed in an hour and you can't right. finish it. We're going to watch a movie on Friday night where we can watch two movies together. Right. Um. You know, and and uh, and I always try to kind of give that, that perspective to them as well as like, um, there are a lot of dads who are not around nearly as much mm -hmm. as I am. My father alone was and don't, be. Was, and yeah. don't want to be. <laughs> you know, my father alone, my mom gave him two options. You either stay or you go. He said bye. You know, and um, and I'm glad I grew up my mom and how that all worked. But like even now, you know, with everything going on in the world, you know, father and it's funny because I thought it was just a military thing. I've met so many civilians who are, oh, yeah, who are gone, honestly, more than military right. folks Traveling, are. Traveling, working, working you know, business meetings, all these things. And, um, you know, and I always try and express to them, like, you know, don't worry so much about this hour that you don't have because mm. you get me every single day. Right. And a lot of people can't say that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. yeah. And that's, I, I make sure I'm, I'm always coming home. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't like people. So, <laughs> you know, how I coach, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but I just don't like large yeah, yeah. crowds of people. I don't like big groups. So I'm always going to come home. Right. One, I love being home. People yeah. ask me all the time, hey, come hang out. Now I'm good. I yeah. have more fun at home. Yep. Yeah. I'll say you know as I've gotten older, I've like, I'm I'm very extroverted. But at the same time, like, I definitely have gotten more into the, like, pockets of right. doing things. Like, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do stuff all day. But mm -hmm. I ain't doing nothing for, like, four or five days. Yeah. <laughs> my oh, yeah. No, I'm tapped out. That's about it. Yeah. We, we, like, when we go to Six Flags, I'm tapped out. <laughs> Two days. I'm tapped out. Like, you know, but it, it's the grind. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I would have it no other way. Um, yeah. Just because, you know, the things that we've done in the past, like my family is known for, yeah. like, you know, it helps shape who I am. Yeah. 
I was able to escape it. Yeah. Um, and build a life the right way. Right. Um, uh, with with my wife and kids, but um, will I change it? Nah. Yeah. Because you know, I wouldn't be standing here yeah. today talking to y'all if you know if I changed anything. Yeah. Because yep. you know, like you said, perspective. It put a different perspective yeah. on it when you look back, and uh, it's being able to give me longevity. Right. You know, and living and value life and the life you right. the lives you touch. Yeah. Um, because there's no way in hell I thought I'd be a coach <laughs> when I'm in school. I'm telling right. even when they told me I couldn't play, I still try to go overseas. Yeah. Mm. But selfishly, I was trying to play. Right. Yeah. But longevity wise, they wasn't cutting me open. Yeah. Putting on defibrillator and I'm well, twenty sure. twenty six years yeah. old. Like yeah. it's not happening. So I'm gonna go raise my kids yeah. and give it back, get my basketball fixed in some kind of other way. Yeah, yeah. and you, you know, so yeah, you, you've, uh, I mean, I've seen you like impact a lot of people, um, just in the like I said, the short span that I've known, a couple years I've known you, and so when you talk about kind of like serving people and and uh, just your impact, but as a leader, leading all these teenage boys who some have alpha personalities. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, let me ask you, like, how is it leading? Uh, a teenage young man with the alpha personality. And then the other piece to that, like you've, you've had a lot of, you've helped a lot of uh, student athletes reach their goal of playing at that next level. Right. Uh, my son included. Right. Um, and so I wanted to kind of touch on that because like I said, you've impacted a lot of people's families and opened up doors for opportunities that they may not have had if they weren't under, under your leadership. Um, so well, one, you got to understand it's a selfless job. Yeah. Once you understand uh, that, super it's easier. Super thankless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> People, I don't know how much money they think we make. One, I give over half of it away. Yeah. Right? In between sponsoring a kid or two. Right. Um, and or it's trying to take care of my coaches mm -hmm. because not everybody on my staff even gets a check. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure they feel like, you know, they're valued in some kind right. of way. Yeah. Because a lot of times you're not getting it from the people they're serving right, right away. Yeah. So if you're expecting a reward right away, right. other than winning, you're you're gonna lose yeah. in the long run. Yeah. And that's what I get out of it. Like I didn't do this job, you know, and and take on this task because I I'm gonna pat myself on the back right. every night, you know. Like I didn't even know that I had hit 200 when I hit 200 wins. I didn't even know. Yeah. That was dope. Connie actually told me it was like, hey. Like, I think you're, cl like, close. Yeah. Like, we need to count. And then we counted, and I was, like, like five away or something yeah. like that. And, you know, but that's, to me, not important. Right. Um, as important as, you know, the people that have been a part of those wins. Right. Because what coaches always forget, and it's just like with our families, you don't have a solid family, you really don't have anything. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't have players. We're not winning. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm not the guru in the lab. You know, right. the kids think I'm crazy already because I really do come with some crazy stuff. Yeah. But it's the film study, the watching videos, talking to coaches, yeah. um, and, you know, and building those relationships with the people that that actually hold that yeah. power of giving you a scholarship. Right. And not burning a bridge. That's why I always tell the kids, well, coach, I don't care what coach texts you. Yeah. Text back. Mm. Right? Because it can be the bottom of the barrel, what right. you think is the bottom of the barrel. Right. But two years from now, that coach is somewhere else, i.e. Coach, coach O. Yeah. 
Coach O, that coaches yeah. Omari right now, was at Cal Poly Pomona. Right. Moved over to Dominican, mm -hmm. took a chance on O. Yeah. So you never know where these coaches are going to end up. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's the same thing in life. Like, you know, the people you may cross yeah. paths with every day mm -hmm. that you may have disrespected. Right. Now, guess what? Yeah. You got to go on their business and <laughs> try to talk to them. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because you need something from them. Right. Yeah. You know, and I always try to, you know, besides my players, because, yes, they do need something from mm -hmm. me and I need something from them, yeah. which is their talent, their time, their energy. Yeah. Right. I try to put people around me that don't need anything from me. Like, I don't need you to ha want any you right. know, monetary thing from me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, sure. you know, me. Right. And that's the one thing with, you know, my kid, my kids may be spoiled as hell. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they don't want anything from me. They yeah. want my time. That's why I rock with you. <laughs> they don't want nothing from me. They want my yeah. time. Yeah. Right. And that's one thing. One, the most important thing my wife always, you know, stresses like, yo, they want your time. They don't, yeah. I mean, they always begging, but they really want, you know, they'll never stop begging. They really want, you know, they want a door dash. Right. Yeah. They want shoes. Yeah. Which, you know. I can't blame them. I'm a, I'm a shoe head too. Yeah. But they just want my time. Yeah. You know, like earlier, you know, I was joking with my one of my twins. She wanted to go pick up the food with me, you know, and I'm messing with her. I told her no, but she wanted my time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She wanted to sit you next know? to you in the car. That's yeah. it. So, you know, oftentimes we are boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And that's all they want. Yeah. I think it's important. Like how you're talking about that's like supporting cast in your life, right? Um, I think one of the things I've grown to learn as I've gotten older too is like you said, surround yourself with people that not only don't want anything from you, but mm -hmm. that you can also be completely transparent with, right? Mm -hmm. Um, cause I think you know, I, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and um, and they got they're hiding certain information from their environment, and um, you know. So, so I'm a certified coach. And so like, I have a tendency to like coach people in the moment. Like, right. they're like, I don't want coach cam. I just like, I just want cam. Like, I just want my boy cam. I'm like, all right, bet. So like we were talking and I said, you know, cam advice, like raw advice, you're not living in your truth. And I love you enough to tell you that you don't even understand the weight that that's putting on your mm -hmm. mental. Right. Um, Cause you got to keep it up. You, yeah, you, you got to keep it. You and as the years go yeah, on, your story gets bigger. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And, and you're keeping it. Up, and you're keeping it up because of what? Because yeah. you don't want to answer questions. No one said you had to answer the questions in the first place. Right. The only, you know, like someone asks you a question, you you just have to have the, you know, say mind your business. Yeah. Right. If you if you don't rock with me to the point where you know what's going on, then there's really no reason for me to tell you in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, and and they were like, "No, nah, you're right," and and I and I wish I could do get to that point um, where I could just do that more. And I was just like, "Takes a little bit of effort." And I was like, "But you know, I'm here to help support you. Like, I got your back. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not gonna sit here and kind of watch you do that to yourself without saying something." Um, and I would expect them to do the same with me. And so that's you know, I talked to Glenn about that same thing. You know, with the podcast is. I was like, I'm not going to play Mr. Nice Guy. Like, I've been through this. Right. This is what I expect. But what do you expect from me? And it's only and, it's only right and it's only fair. Exactly. But because somebody, the relationship lasts that, yeah. that much longer. Yeah. Because yeah. you would keep taking advantage of your spouse if yep. they didn't come to you and be right. like, yo, I expect this. Yep. I want you to do this. Yep. If you can't do that, yep. Yep. we can't be this. Yep. 
100%. And, you know, and it's the same thing that we talk about every year with the players. Mm -hmm. This is my expectation. Yep. If you don't like it, you're in the wrong spot. Right. Because I'm very demanding. Facts. <laughs> right? Very. Because oh, yeah. we wouldn't win if I wasn't. Exactly. Right? Like, nah, you got to right. shoot if you want. <laughs> but, of course, I'm going to love you harder. Right. When those, like, yeah. it don't matter what time it is. Mm -hmm. Right? It don't matter what day it is. If I if I got it, you got it. Yeah. Or if I'm around, you got it. Like, even yeah. if it's 10 minutes. Yep. Um, you know, we get players, we lose players. Like, yeah. no hard feelings. Um, you know, and if y'all need something, I'm still, right. you know, just like a, a kid left, still call schools. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he deserves a chance, too. Just because he left my school doesn't mean yeah. mm -hmm. doesn't deserve a chance. Thanks. Right? Yeah. Still got to get an education because right. I don't want to see him on the side, right. you know. Outside the store, in front of the mall, yeah. begging for change or anything like yeah. that, because I didn't give him a shot, yeah, or I didn't help him get a shot, right? So bigger than us. You know, I can't have that. Yeah, I, I, that can't be on my conscience. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna sign off. Hey, you go where you want to go, and if you need me, bro, I'm here. Yeah. And if it's if you got too much pride to do it, then don't. Yeah. But it's, it's no hard feelings, man. Like. You know, and a lot of people in life just take everything to person. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, and that's the hardest part about the job. It's like when the kids don't get exactly what they want. Yeah. Sometimes you get a negative response. Yeah. Still no hard feelings, man. Yeah. Like, you know, that's just how you feel. Yeah. Hopefully you come around and it's, right. you know, a different perspective as you get older. Yeah. But we know who controls that. Yep. It's oh, not yeah. that kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the adults. Yeah. 100%. So, like I said, I love all my players, all, you know, everybody that's involved. Um, and I always just want the best for them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, seeing them with no mustache to having a mustache and a beard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> seeing them clean cut. And then they mom, you know, when they get grown, like, hey, I'm not paying for your haircut no more. Yeah. And they go through the little grimy stage. Oh, like, yeah. that's what, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? And then, Seeing struggling to make a layup yeah. to earn an individual one scholarship. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's exactly why we do this. Yeah. And you know, like with Coach Camp, if you touch one, you know you did your job. Yeah. If you got a group of six and one got touched, yeah, you good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, that's still a good percentage. Yep. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Because it's better than zero. It's better than zero. <laughs> I done, I done said that zero. I done said that twice today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better than zero. So I feel that. I feel that. I, I'll say I'll say this. Uh, Cam, one of the things that uh, elevated my level of respect for Mike is when my last deployment was to Afghanistan. Mm. And I think Mario Omari was a uh, sophomore. or I think he was a sophomore. Mm. Uh and Mike, the way Mike, Mike didn't really know us. Yeah. And um, just a small story how I kind of got connected with Mike. Uh, me and Omari and the family, we just moved back to California. He was, we were searching for an AAU team. Yeah. He was playing out in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. And um, there was uh, this lady by the name of Jarena. Mm -hmm. And she called Mike. Uh, it was just like, hey, we got to get this kid. You know, or, or anyway, she was telling me about, about Vanna High School. So... Long story short, we were able to, you know, we Marty attended Vanden, um, but fast forward, I went to Afghanistan, mm -hmm. and the way Mike just kind of took Omari under his wing, man, it was like he had another father. Yeah. Like another thorough dude, solid individual that I didn't have to worry about, 
um, you know, just being in his ear, saying something opposite of what values are inside yeah, of my home. Yeah. And um, anyway, just kind of, that was kind of the starting point where I felt like my relationship started to strengthen with Mike. And then when I was driving over here for the interview, mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, I'm so blessed to have the people in my circle that I have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I, like, when I really think about it, almost every one of you guys are have very, very similar mindsets, personalities, values. It's like the resume is almost identical. Y'all just look different. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and um, But anyway, I wanted to highlight that because that was the point where my perspective shifted on, on Mike. Like I always kind of stood back and watched him. I was like, yo, he, he seemed like a thorough dude, but like, mm-hmm. that's where I kind of started to get to know him and the family. And then he became family. And so anyway, I just wanted to kind of say that last piece. You are very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I mean, and I explained this to Glenn uh, about a week ago when we met, I got two things. It's either, you know, we're acquaintances yeah. or you family. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't do the in-between. Yeah. yeah. Do the boys and all that. Like, I don't got yeah. time for that. Yeah. That was evolution of, like, my life, too. Yeah. I, was, I realized that, like, probably, honestly, you know, a little later than I, I wanted to. But a couple of years ago, I was just like, I have way too many, like, friends or this. Yeah. Or that. Like, you know, like, it's either, like, we're okay and we have no problems. But, like, I'm probably yeah. not going to pick up a phone call from you Straight at 2 up. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Straight or it's like, yeah. I will hop in my car at 2 o'clock in the morning yeah. and come pick you up. And it's, it's one of the two with me. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no in-between. Yeah. Um, you know. Glenn, I'm still on the fence yeah. about it. <laughs> and at times, at times, it seems cruel. Yeah. Right? But uh, would I be where I, where I am without it? Nah. Yeah. yeah. Like, I got boundaries people think think i'm arrogant yep um you know like i, I don't really care yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because it's not i'm just very protective of right. yep. myself in my energy. environment mm-hmm. i have to control my environment sure. yeah because of you know um growing up in chirac before chirac <laughs> yeah. growing up in oakland like you know um that's what it was yeah, yeah. and you try to bring people in but Sometimes those are the ones that fail you. 100%. Yeah. So that's why it takes a while for me to be like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of parents think I'm like, I'm like, I'm not like that. It's just, you know, <laughs> it takes a while. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you gotta usually y'all turn the squad. Because, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, until they graduate, you got to tell your motives. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm coaching your kid. Yeah. So I don't know if it's trying to get them more playing time. I don't yeah. know if you're trying to, For sure. you know, like you earning a scholarship, like you right. can go play still and you can't, it's, yeah. it's your son that's going to play. Yeah. yeah. Um, so although I have to deal with them because they're still under 18, yeah. like I would much rather deal with my players because I'm trying to help them develop them for sure. Men. Yeah. yeah. So when a parent doesn't get a, a response from me for two weeks, it's because I don't want to talk to you yeah. because it's his job. Yeah. yeah. It's the only way I can develop him. Right. To communicate with a college coach. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not going to be able to teach him how to talk to a college coach. Mm -hmm. That's a different business. Like, it's cutthroat. Yeah. Yeah. So allow me to do that. Yeah. I don't want anything from him. Like, I don't, you know, I'm going to try to make it to a game when I can, but I don't want anything from you. I don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all I need to see is you made it. That's it. Mm -hmm. You got a scholarship or whatever and you graduated. We good. We won. Yeah. Everybody won. Yeah. And that, that's, you know, how I approach it um, with the whole family and, you know, 
acquaintances. Like, you know, yeah. And you're going to have way more acquaintances than you have family. Mm -hmm. For if sure. Your family's too big, you're going to have problems. Yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> you're going to have problems. Yeah. yeah. So, so as we, so as we wrap up, G, do you, do you think? Yeah, bro? for sure. For sure. So I, I always asked our guest, uh, first and foremost, Mike, appreciate you being on the podcast. No, man. I appreciate y'all um, having me. We could probably talk probably four hours. Yeah. Easy. Easily. I got in trouble last um, week. By the way, real quick, before I ask this question, I don't think I've ever heard Mike call me Glenn. And I don't think I've ever heard you call me Glenn either. No, gee. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but anyway, <laughs> the one that, uh, that popped in my head. But uh, but yeah, Mike, so life love leadership, right? Three words. Um, you obviously, even just kind of talking to you, you know, clearly you love family, you love what you do, you know, you've had to navigate through life. You clearly are, are a solid leader. Um, but those three words, if you could pick one of those words and just share something that's on your heart uh, to our viewers, man, um, regarding life, love, or leadership. Um, well, the leadership part of it, um, you can't have without the, you know, living mm -hmm. life and loving what you do. Yeah. So, like, you know, like you said, leading my household, like I'm, I'm the leader, of course, the alpha. I'm not the boss. Yeah. You know, I know who the boss is. Yeah. Like my kids go back and forth with that. You know, my wife all the time, like, nah, dad's the boss. No, he's not. And I tell him in the background, like, they're like trying to stir but, up something, like, yeah, that's it. But you can't have one without the other. Um, so leadership is probably the most important piece um, to that because, you know, when you're leading a group of people, mm -hmm. whether it be your family, mm -hmm. team, which is family, yeah. Yeah. you know, or even, you know, military, yeah. that becomes family. They trust in you. You got to be able to leave them, lead them, you know, into areas that y'all have no idea what you're facing. Right. Yeah. So it's the same thing with my team, my wife, my kids. Mm -hmm. They don't know where, exactly where I'm going to lead them tomorrow. Yeah. They're just trusting and loving they love me, so they're gonna trust the fact that I'm gonna lead them in the right direction. Yeah, love it, love it. Cool, Cam. You want to close it out, man? Hey, y'all. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so you know, like we said from the get go, um, you know, like, love, share. Uh, you know, oh, tell people how to connect with you. Uh, you can find the team on IG under uh, Van and Boys. Uh, Twitter is at Van and Ball fifteen, uh, and just come check us out. Schedules online every year. Um, we usually sell out the gym for most games. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Which is not normal for high schools. So. <laughs> nah, and, and these kids, you know, they win a lot. You know, last uh, nine out of ten championships for the league. Oh, wow. So yeah, they, they really put on. Um, and by the time this comes out, we're going to have, you know, another Division One player committing. And signing, so nice. nice. Um, that's exciting. So yeah. we got we got a lot of good things going on here at Vanden. Hell yeah! That's All right, y'all. Hey, we appreciate you for joining us today. Um, you know, let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Connect with Mike, please. Go follow the Vanden Boys. Other than that, L three perspective. We'll see y'all next week. Yes, sir. Peace.